Big gay ice cream is the best. Shut up! Quiet! I said quiet! Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Of the Unpaid Programming Podcast. I'm Lawrence, joined as always by John and Jeff. John and Jeff. And that's it. That's it. Again. 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 We're going to have to have a staff meeting about this. Yeah, I know. We got deadbeats well, on this we show. We know that, that, that Mike and Tim are both busy. They have lives. Well, good for them in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we have none. Well, so. That's true. For me, anyway. I, I can't speak for you fellas. Well, you know, we're just the regular forty-hour-week uh, Joe's over here. You know, <laughs> well, you know, it's it's, and it's a it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday night. Put the no. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> well, I mean, who's doing stuff on Thursday besides Mike, who's trying to be you know a doctor, uh, trying to better himself, He's trying to be Doctor Shaw. His doctorate. Ooh. That's his new wrestling name. Couldn't Dr. settle Shaw. for a bachelor's, and not good enough for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a learned scholar, Jeff. That's Mike my Mike impression. And Tim, Tim's off saving lives, so. Can we make fun of that? Uh, yes. Sure. <laughs> Saving lives. I'm Tim. I want to do good in the world. <laughs> I just want to help people. <laughs> oh, dear. What, what else have you guys been up to this week? Well, I can tell you that I was. we are watching the uh, presidential debates. Ah, uh, the yes. presidential debates. On Tuesday night. And guess what, John? I actually watched it. You never watch. I never watched the debate before. I had planned on tuning into this one for like a few minutes just to get the lay of the land, and I couldn't turn it off. And you do it not was, regret your decision. Was, oh, no. I do not regret my decision. That was fantastic television. <laughs> that was fantastic. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I have watched every presidential debate since the Bush Gore of 2000. <laughs> what a nerd. I'm a nerd when it comes to these things. I'll admit it. I'm not going to. Fine. No! There you go. <laughs> and so I tend to look forward to these, you know, just to see what's... I mean, I always have my made up beforehand, but I, I just like to see. You know, yeah, try to look through the lens it. of the undecided voter morons, especially <laughs> at this point. <laughs> see, I was watching it. I was kind of trying to, like, picture the headlines that were going to come up <laughs> after that. Oh, I, I had a feeling I and knew I, what was coming. <laughs> and I knew the... the so the, the big headline, of course, was uh, the, the, the white supremacy thing. Donald Trump failing to denounce the white supremacists. See that one slipped by me. That slipped by really? you. Really? That slipped by you. That slipped huh. by me. I, I th- knew th- that was. I think I was in the middle of a big one. I think I was in the middle of selecting a snack. Or... Selecting a snack. Doesn't? Can you pause your television? Yeah. I learned last <laughs> night that I can pause my television. I really? Didn't, I didn't know I could do that. See, Liz didn't know that I could do that when one of the dogs had to go out, so I just went and paused it, and then, you know, she's like, oh. Good, because I had I need to take a break right now. <laughs> These guys need to come up for air. Yeah, but to I did pull a clip. Uh, I got two clips here. Got two oh, clips. Hold on, I wanted to go back to the white supremacy thing real quick. Okay, yeah, I have a theory on why he didn't, you know, just right out say, you know, I denounce white supremacists. I don't, I don't care for them because he knows where his bread is buttered. Well, it's kind of, yeah, kind of like that because he would rather have the headline be Trump fails to denounce white supremacists than the headline. Be something about like Trump uh, backpedals. Well, something that would imply that his voters are white supremacists. That's what I was ah, thinking. Ah, well, that, that's a thought. That's what I think. That's why I think he did that. I think maybe he did that just because he just likes stirring shit. 
No, maybe. But he has denounced white supremacists before. Only when people, other people made him do it. That's true. That was right at the, like the, the Charlottesville, you know, fine people on both sides. We'll see. There were fine people was on a, both sides. There were, well, there were Biden, terrible I, people it was a, on both It was sides a day too. after that where they had to go and like, you know, yeah. basically do the Ryan Leaf apology where you read yeah. off a piece of paper and then throw it away. Yeah, but the fine people on both sides thing is kind of a, uh, it's, it's one of those things that was taken out of context. I can't remember the exact context, but he didn't say like, "Oh, these these white supremacists are fine people." He didn't say it like that. There's no, he tiptoed around like he always there, does. Well, there was like a different context for it. I, I think he actually had. You know what? He was talking about the people who were trying to tear down the statue and the people who didn't want to tear down the statue. And he was saying on that debate, there are fine people on both sides. Uh, it's possible, but it's still the same day where somebody drove a car into somebody a crowd died. and somebody <laughs> died. Yeah, I know. I know. I think the, the so first thing you actually a, really need to speak taste. to if you're expected to be in any sort of leadership position is to denounce violence. And yeah. But I noticed that uh, Biden brought that one up. You know, he mentioned he, he well, he kind of it was like in passing. He made a comment about that. And there was a few other of those things that are like that to find people on both sides. Other uh, popular Trumpisms. That, the Clorox one. Yep, he brought that one up. You know, I was being sarcastic. You have to know I was being sarcastic. That's what Trump said in response to the Clorox. Yes, the Clorox one. Yeah, Biden got under his skin a little bit. Uh, but a little bit when he was yeah. when when he was able to speak at all. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I mean, the most cathartic moment of the whole thing was when Biden told him to shut up, and that's something I've been wanting to say for five years. That was to the man. That was only <laughs> twenty minutes in. That was twenty minutes. Twenty oh, minutes oh, yeah, deep. I, I mean, <laughs> the one thing that surprised me more than anything. Was the last time uh, Chris Chris Wallace d- mm-hmm. moderated? He actually the, did very well last time. I don't know what the hell the happened. The 2016 uh, third debate, and up until that point, it wasn't the 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 mess that we saw Tuesday, be, uh, in in the Trump pre- previous to those years. Mm-hmm. But Chris Wallace got him in from that level. What I saw Tuesday, if Chris Wallace can't handle it. I don't know who the fuck can, because that guy's a fucking pro. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Uh, like, holy! Christ. I did like his questions. He 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 was equally tough on Donald Trump and Joe Biden. He get you know equally tough questions. Well, he's to he's them. fair. He's oh yeah, he's fair. absolutely fair. fair. Because he's what just I, digging for truth. What I found hilarious was when uh, Donald Trump was kind of like. Talking to Chris Wallace like he was the teacher. <laughs> yeah, like a substitute but he teacher. Was, he was doing it too. He was just doing it to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, I did find... Now, this is from... <clears throat> this is a little bit of a compilation here. And okay. I'll cut it. It's four minutes, so I'll cut it whenever we get the point across. Uh, but basically, it's, it, it's, it's from now this. So we know it's going to make Trump look bad. But it's basically... Uh, Chris Wallace compilation from that evening. So let's see. A Chris Wallace compilation. Let's see here. And here we go. Would you Who shut up, man? Listen. There it was. <laughs> Both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I, I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him too. Well, he's doing it too. He's doing it too. Less than you he have. He's doing it. Less than you have. He started it. You would have been much later, Joe. Mr. President. Mr. President. Talking about two million people. You're not president. It's a number that Trump made up. Gentlemen, we got a lot of time, so if I may ask my question, sir. Chris, You're that was the worst part of Obama. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, I've got, <laughs> You're not the moderator. Unpopular aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like and you to, we will protect Mr. people. President, I'm the moderator of this debate. And I just like steamrolling through everything. Oh, God. Okay, steamrolling through Joe Biden. I was expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but try to talking over the moderator. Like, okay, you just want everybody else to leave the room so you can just give your usual stump speech and get out of here? Like, what do you think this is? 
I'm sure he probably does. He knows what it is. He did it on purpose. He knew what he did. There's no question it on purpose. <laughs> he definitely did it on he purpose. He knew he had to go in there and just shit all over the whole thing. That's his play. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, imagine playing, like you and I are playing a game of, of, of uh, Connect Four. Yeah, he's, he's flipping but, the but thing we, over. Yeah, we're flipping the thing over every time that, like, you know, two, two tokens are laid in the fucking board. Well, no, what's happening is it's like uh, they're playing Connect Four and uh, Trump puts his, his red piece in. Biden puts his black piece, and then Trump just keeps throwing his red pieces in. And Biden's <laughs> yeah. like, "Hey, what are you doing?" They're very He's like, I'm just, just playing the game." Not not in any kind of an order, but at random. Exactly. Just, <laughs> He's just tossing <laughs> them in. Then the mom comes in and is like, "Play it right." And He's like, "He's doing it too." Bad, what? He's cheating. He's cheating. <laughs> but yes, uh, I, I, and so I don't know if any useful information could have uh, possibly. Uh, the one thing I did like. Uh, whenever it was Joe Biden's turn to speak, mm-hmm. and as soon as Trump starts steamrolling him, Joe Biden had a strategy, and I think it, it played well, was that as soon as Trump... Uh, Trump. 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 Trump it. As soon as... Uh, Trump the strumpet. As soon as Trump started just, you know, steamrolling Joe Biden as he's trying to answer a goddamn question that was asked, whenever he would get... I wouldn't say desperate, whenever he realized that, like, he's not going to do this, his move was to look directly at the camera. Yeah, look at the camera. Look directly at the camera so that way, like, you know, speaking, speaking to I'm the voters. I'm talking to you. Forget mm-hmm. him. Did you notice that move? Uh, yeah, I kind of noticed that. I noticed him, like, giving a lot of looks. It was very obvious. Yeah, it was yeah. De- it was very deliberate where mm-hmm. he was looking at the camera to say, okay, fuck this guy. Yeah, like, I'm you speaking see what, to you, I'm, the voter. I'm talking to you. Like, I'm not talking to him. Talk to the people. <laughs> Will you <laughs> shut people. up, man? God, that, that, Will you shut that up, that was man? The, that was the happiest I Who think I've been. That's... <laughs> 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 What? Excuse me, sir. Can you please shut up? <laughs> Could you kindly blow it out your ass, sir? <laughs> Mr. Trump, tear down this wall. <laughs> that works on two levels. That was a layered, layered impression. Very layered. <laughs> I'm gonna let this run a little bit longer though, just just okay. so we can get a little bit more of a taste. This is gonna jog my memory too. Uh, that's the Remind only reason why. Happened in this shit show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you, I just want to make sure. You did that. He did that with Hillary too, by the way. I want to make Mr. sure. President, can you let him finish, sir? I saw you lying. People call me all the time. They say Joe Biden lies. Everyone, everyone calls me and says that. Uh, so another uh, <laughs> thing, I didn't notice how often Trump. Every time he starts talking about, oh, people call me. They they tell me all the time. They love it. They love what we're doing. <laughs> people call me and tell me that. True story. It's true. Stupid bastards. <laughs> you called them stupid bastards. He did. Who did he call stupid? Ba- oh, he said that to the like the. He military. said that Biden called uh, some military folks stupid bastards. Oh no, he did. But he was like, he said uh, he was talking about his wife. It's about yeah, Joe Biden. What, what he was doing, what it was, what, what happened when he brought teacher, up the, the, yeah, and then the he's stupid like, bastards line was when he mentioned his wife. Uh, she mm-hmm. does the teaching thing. Uh, yeah. And he got like a tepid response. Yeah, and he's like, clap so he's for like, that, you stupid oh, yeah, bastards. Clap for that, you dumb, ba- stupid yeah. bastards. What do you have? Uh, we got a bunch of slow people around here. He's like riffing. <laughs> <laughs> that was Biden riffing. Yeah. And these are the things that everyone admires Trump for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they also hate Trump for it. It's, it's the same it's thing true. both ways. I'm talking about know? the things that you know? voters pay attention to. Yeah. I think four, four years what, ago, that whatever that, side you're on, four years ago in a primary, that would have been considered uh, unpresidential. Oh well, nothing. Oh, well, that, nothing those is days unpresidential are long gone. anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> there is all no, gone. There's no bar. There's for no what, unpresidential, what's presidential anymore. It's gone. I think for the next debate, Joe Biden should show up with his with his signature aviators and like a wispy mustache. <laughs> yeah. And a beer. So I tell you what, I'm I am enjoying the uh, the WWF politics. Oh, this is definitely. <laughs> Thank God.
not Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. Definitely oh, yeah. professional wrestling at this point. <laughs> For sure. And it's much more entertaining. I mean, me and Gene probably would have stopped Trump <laughs> if he started to go on and on and on. No, he wouldn't have. No, he wouldn't have. Oh, no, I one... don't know. When you're that determined, because <laughs> we did not see this four years ago, it'll be funny because the next debate's at town hall. Oh, yeah. That's so, right. Donald, Mr. Trump is going to be very careful about how he carries himself because if the public sees him steamrolling over, like, the undecided voters. You know, if he goes to Ken Bone and tells Ken Bone, shut the fuck up for Ken a second. Bone. I'm making a fucking point here. Ken Bone's a douche. Yeah, I know. It was just a representation of the dumb <laughs> The only reason why he voter. got any attention at all is because he was a guy with a mustache and a sweater. <laughs> and he was that? fat. That too. Did you see that thing where, like, uh, so Ken Bone had a Reddit account? And I, guess, and I guess he used the same account from before he was, you know, semi-famous. <laughs> and uh, he had, like, comments on porn. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I did see that. He was almost canceled, but then people realized, like, no, he's just talking about who he wants to see naked. Yeah, but it was, like, nothing, like, crazy. Nothing crazy. No, he was he was, his was like, I want to jam my cock into your asshole. It was like, <laughs> hey, nice tits or something. I don't know. Nice ass. Nice ass. But um, one other thing. Uh, before I get to the other thing I had prepared, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my question to uh, I, I don't know we haven't seen the uh, the exit polling yet. I guess we'll call it. Uh, did anybody get a bump out of this this fucking debate? Mm. No, I don't know. <laughs> not at all. Probably not. The uh, I had watched the debate on NBC, and then right after I had I turned to it was either CNN or MSNBC, and of course it was like you know what we just witnessed here. The only losers are the American people. You mean this? A hot mess inside a dumpster fire dumpster inside fire. a train wreck. Nice, that nice, was the uh, worst lingo. debate I have ever seen. In fact, it wasn't even How do you do, the hello, kids? <laughs> it was a disgrace. Dumpster fire, um, gaslighting. And it's primarily because balls. of President Trump, uh, who spent the entire time interrupting, not abiding by the rules that he can talk over to, this part. <laughs> lying, maliciously attacking the son of the vice this president. This is Jake Tapper of CNN. Uh, uh, condemn white supremacists. This is a certain point uh, I went from to get to. the name of a neo-fascist far-right group <laughs> and said, stand back and stand by. Mm-hmm. I think um, he said stand down. I, no. We'll talk about who won he says the debate, he said who stand lost down. the debate, but I can tell you I'll... one thing for sure. The yeah. American people lost. That was it. That was, <laughs> that was it. Because yeah. that, that was, was it. But hold on. what I heard. You just took the words out of my mouth. Um, you used some high-minded language. I'm just going to say it like it is. That was a shit show. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're on cable. <laughs> we can show. say that. Apologies for being. I'm sorry. Uh, we're on cable. We can say that. Yeah. <laughs> really, the, the phrase that I'm getting. All of a sudden, they realize they can say shit. On both sides of the aisle. On. Well, that happened whenever they start. Whenever uh, the, uh, Trump made the shithole countries remark in a meeting, mm-hmm. and the press got wind of it, and cable was like, "Some we can repeat that. Yeah, we can say shit." Like, a whole bunch of them were. It was still like refused to repeat it with their Sing Puritan the morality. Asshole. The asshole countries. Wet ass p word. What ass p word? What ass p word? <laughs> you know that song is a ripoff of Ween's L M L Y P. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the you know, you have an abbreviation, mm. and it has but the song itself it. is completely different. Uh, yeah, I would hope Ween's so. Ween's is better, <laughs> and it came out in 1990. Good for Ween. Let me lick your pussy. Lick your pussy. <laughs> yeah, but I had a lot of fun watching that. Uh, you know, I, I think if I go in next week with, with no or a couple of weeks with no expectations, uh, it's going to be a lot more. I got I, I I had like let's see how they do type of angle, and if you're not playing the game at all, <laughs> you know, 
Uh, well, you gotta have a new mindset. And I was this was the first debate I think I ever watched with my wife because she was usually working mm-hmm. uh, the last few times. Um, and I had to explain this is not how this is supposed to happen. It no. doesn't normally go this way. <laughs> I wish they were like that. I mean, it used to be like they would just take turns, and every once in a while, one would have a one would one candidate would have a, a, a pre singer, a pre written singer. Like you're uh, no Jack Kennedy, that kind of was thing. that pre written. Oh yeah, Benson had practiced that several times. Man, just you guys talking about that kind of a debate is making me fall asleep. I sir, or, or another Kennedy. another pre-written zinger like uh, Admiral Stockdale going, "Who am I? Why am I here?" I think oh, they, that, <laughs> that, that benefit that, that, think, that uh, backfired. I think they should just uh, Chris Waller, whoever the moderator would be, just ask the question to both of them and just like and go <laughs> go. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what we got. Sounds like one of our old shows. Well, <laughs> yeah, kind of, or one of our current shows. We have gotten better. <laughs> yes. Oh. No one interrupting anyone. Let's try That's right. Interruption. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was anyway. a lot of fun. I didn't. I didn't think so. I, I was. I was looking for some substance. So? You, you I wanted don't... to see a, a real debate. Did I you even we, expect a real debate? We had something resembling you, a real debate in 2016. I didn't that's, watch that well, one. That's I, I've wa- I, yeah, I watched them. He was in a lot more uh, uh, control, let's say. Donald Trump limited his interruptions to, wrong, wrong. Yeah, I saw him do that on wrong. this one. I'm too. not a puppet. You're the puppet. You're the puppet. Wrong. That was, that was the extent of it. Yeah, pretty much. And that was at its worst. Not just, I'm just going to talk now. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Donald Trump's hilarious. Although your, your, your new format of and go. Well, the one thing that I, I did notice as far as uh, Chris Wallace's decided format, no opening statements, no closing statements. Um, just I'm going to ask some questions and then wait for the back and forth. There was no way that he could have thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I mean, obviously yeah, I he did because that's what he showed up with. Yeah, but I, I mean, but I mean, it, you know, I, I think he probably thought that he could rein them in like he he did with the the interview he had with Trump oh, on yeah. the uh, cognitive Mr. test Mr. Thing. President Mr. President Mr. P- please Mr. President that's not true Mr. President 93 <laughs> you know <laughs> where he starts counting back from 100 i think he probably thought i think he probably thought that oh, i can rein him in he's not that bad it's uh, wrong I- See, I huh. thought, I thought, you know what? I actually agree with you, and I know you, you think that they would have had like a, hey, we have a rapport now. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they kind of know each other since they did the interview. Yeah. And you thought that Chris Wallace would kind of, you know, be like, Mr. President, please. Okay, I'm sorry. Pal. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm, so, I'm sorry, buddy. I won't do it again. But, hey, I think maybe Chris Wallace thought that Trump would have respected Chris's stature at Fox News, mm-hmm. the network that he loves so much. That's another thing too. I think he probably would have thought that. Well, I don't want to piss off anybody at Fox News. That's my base. He'd, you know. Yeah, I don't know, but when you start arguing with the moderator, you know that you, you're just you're just basically <laughs> coming in rails, like a, like so. a tan. No, not to go off the rails. He made a, he made a decision to just I'm not even going to fucking participate in this debate. I'm just going to come in and fuck shit up and walk away and see what happens. Yeah, he goes and he turns the monopoly board over. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, you know, first and ten, you make a false start and refuse to <laughs> refuse to back five yards up. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, if it was a real debate, I probably wouldn't have watched it. I would have turned it on for a couple minutes and be like, hey, this thing's... With my plan, it's a 15% increase paid for by the capital gains tax increase of 5%. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. That's, that, that's what they're supposed to sound like. No. They're supposed to stink. Yeah. That's why I never watched any of them. And the truth is they don't mo- really move any voters at all. Yeah. Rarely. Exactly. I mean, rarely has it happened. And that's why this, what we saw the other night was exactly the way the debate should be. Because if they're not going to change any minds... But that debate's least, certainly not going to change any minds either. at least be entertaining. Maybe, well, maybe we should have the debate become like an episode of The Masked Singer. <laughs> 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 so you have a candidate come out wearing a costume. Oh, and you disguise their voice. A little, whatever the mass singer does. Oh, they do like, me, 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 me. They do like a real high thing. My wife watches that shit show. My milkshake oh, brings all the um, boys to I the yard. I said shit because we're uh, on cable, and I can say that. Ass. Please, John. Oh, sorry. Decorum. <laughs> anyway, that, that yeah, went out the window Tuesday. Am I right? Folks? You're saying you have, the, you have them both in masks, and then they do like the high voice thing, so you don't know who's who? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea. Tonight's collection will be songs from the Four Seasons. What if they did that throughout the entire campaign, and then you just vote for <laughs> candidate A or candidate B? That's not a bad so idea. So you just lay out the policies, and then it's like a whole blind, blind voting system where you just vote on policy, and you might get the guy that you know keeps interrupting, or you might get the other guy. Dude, wouldn't that be fun? There would be so many like party line, not think about anything voters that would stay the fuck home, mm-hmm. not knowing which capital letter to put next to that candidate's name. They'll be like, I don't know what to do. Well, maybe just come up with some of your own ideas. Mm, yeah. That'd be a good place to I start. I mean, some of the, I mean, uh, the, the number of voters in this, the people who willing to vote in this country is so low anyway. I mean, I mean, you have to go to a place and stand in a line for a minute. Yeah. Well, not you know, anymore. Good point. Well, that's true. Not anymore. They have to fill out a form, and then you get another form to fill out. That's too many forms. You can also, I mean, you can also fill out a form online. You can use your computer or your tablet or your phone. And that's to get your ballot? Yes. I see. Can't we just text? I'm just going to go to the text. <laughs> just right down the road. I'm just going to text, I vote for. <laughs> I mean, I could walk to voting if I could, wanted. Could you imagine That's what how... we do. It's a tradition. We walk to... It's... Walk to voting? Right down over yeah. there. Maybe I'll walk this time. I didn't walk last time. Maybe could you imagine how few people would actually vote if we had like like a, a system like a lot of European countries, like ranked choice voting, where you put down one mm. or two or three well, based on how they're trying, prefer? They're trying that out in Maine right now. I think it's actually... I think it works quite well from what I hear. It, it does, but I mean... You, you, you'd have to convince people to want to show up for that. It's, oh, God. I know. That <laughs> seems like a whole thing. I just want It makes pick... a lot more sense in the fucking stupid caucuses. Give me well, multiple, multiple choice. I mean, you know, you... And it also would Im- probably improve a lot of some third parties, you know, mm-hmm. your bigger third parties like the Greens and Libertarians. Yeah, probably. It would probably improve their lot, get them a few more elected people. Gary Johnson cruising to presidency in 2016 <laughs> because he was every all of America's number two choice. Hey, I voted for Gary Johnson. I didn't even like him, but I didn't want to vote for Trump or Hillary Clinton, so I voted uh, for him. Well, I mean, he was the least, well, he was kind of a boob, too. Uh, he was a boob. I mean, he, oh, yeah, but he, he was, was stoned. So you know, that's what well, happens. You know, hey man, you guys are cool. Get them troops out here, man. Bring them home. You know, I, I kind of liked Gary Johnson. I didn't vote for him, but I kind of liked him, and uh, I got no problem with him. Yeah, he didn't seem like. I mean, he wouldn't be that bad. I don't think. So that's uh, why I voted for. Him. Question for the panel: Yeah, do you actually think in the second the second town hall debate, do you think that he's gonna, Mr. President's gonna be steamrolling some uh, undecided voters? Well, I, I hope so. If he's not, <laughs> I'm turning it off. <laughs> I'll be stunned if he doesn't. What if you turned it off and then he like he like, the minute you turn <laughs> he it shout off, the N word at some <laughs> undecided voter and you missed it? <laughs> well, let's let's be honest. I mean, who so who's uh, hosting the debate? 
this next one is going to be some guy from C-SPAN. C-SPAN. Oh, yeah, the guy okay. who, who takes all the calls. Who takes, who takes all the calls and hears the most ridiculous yeah. shit and then just says, Bubba okay. Bowie, Bubba Bowie, Howard Stern's penis, Bubba Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. And now we go and to... we go to our... Uh, Republican line. Because <laughs> I was listening to uh, uh, the, the greatest podcast in the universe. That's the No Agenda Show. They talk a lot about wait the, a minute, wait a minute, current wait a events and stuff. <laughs> we are the greatest podcast. Oh, in the no, universe. we're the second greatest podcast. And they call themselves, they, they've been calling themselves that before we started doing this. So. Uh, oh, well, so they should they, probably they, just they hand have, over the crown uh, to they us. Have, uh, so they, they have But uh, they, Well, then well, there's Joe Rogan, though. They so. uh, have a lot more listeners and make a living off of it. So uh, that's true. there's that. But anyway, uh, they were talking about how they did something like a town hall type thing uh, with. Oh, you know, quote unquote, undecided voters with Donald Trump and with they did one with Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like one of the, you know, CNN or MSNBC that put this thing on. And when they went and looked at these alleged undecided voters, they looked at their Twitter accounts and that they, they were all like rabid anti-Trump people. So they loaded the thing up with these people that they were, you know, that called them undecided, but they were anti-Trump people. And then with Joe Biden, they did the same thing, except they used people who like Joe Biden. Okay. Uh, well, ABC, ABC, it was ABC, the, ABC, was it ABC, ABC did the Trump uh, town hall, yeah. and CNN did the Biden town town hall. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. So, Some folks so just want to be on TV, the, but, but and are willing to well, lie to, well, to yeah, get there. I could see but that. But the the Trump it's town hall, really, only one person in that entire town hall went after him. Really. Over, uh, yeah, over. I didn't actually uh, watch uh, it. They uh, they were just talking about it. It was over the, uh, their uh, their parents' health care. Yeah. And uh, other than that, the only one who really pestered Trump in that whole town hall was George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Yeah, of course he would. That's yeah. his job. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just that's what I was thinking was if they do a town hall again, what if they, what if they do something like that and they load the place up? No, the commission for presidential debates that they do their homework. The only reason I think that is because I mean, who the hell is undecided? That's why. <laughs> That's why I call them morons. Like, who is an honestly undecided person at this point? I like, always I wonder about. Know. I mean, if you're a moderate and it's a non-incumbent season, so you have two new folks, that's one thing. But when you see the job the guy is doing, and then you have another guy, it's like, here's how we'll do it differently, and you're gonna be undecided. I have to wonder when you have a moderate like Joe Biden. If you're moderate and undecided, I mean, what 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 do they what does he need to do? But, you know? but Donald Trump did more in 47 months than he did in 47 years. <laughs> he said that a whole bunch of times. Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I did more in 47 months than he did in 47. That's one years. of those uh, can zingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People call me all the time. They love what we're doing. I will not let my opponents, youth, and inexperience, be exploited. That was a pretty bad Ronald Reagan. Well, there you the go greatest, again. But, you know, John, you're, well, Nancy I and I are still looking for the other half of my head. Oh, that that's was from Robin, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you know, uh, this is from Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Mm. <laughs> 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 I used to get. There were people that there was a, there was a person I was in a class with in high school that used to ask me to do that to them every day. Just shout, hello, <laughs> just like that. I no one's asking you no more. Ooh. I never understood why. Hey, you know what I was watching the other day? No. The, speaking speaking of Robin Williams, I was watching the because I was watching the Steeler game, and at the mm -hmm. beginning of the game it was kind of boring. It got better later on. Oh yeah. But during the commercials, I was slipping to uh, Hook was on TV. Ah, oh, what a wonderful film. So I was watching Hook, and there's some stuff on Hook. 
Not only would it be allowed, they wouldn't put that kind of stuff in movies today, kids' movies. Example. And I Example. guarantee you there's going to be something. The suicide. The su- yeah, they're holding a gun to his head. I'm about to commit Smee. suicide, try- Smee. Don't try to stop me, Smee. And, he's, to and then he me. says, get up off your ass. Get over here, Smee. Yeah, get up <laughs> this off is your not ass. a joke. Yeah, I'm a committing movie. suicide. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's what he says. I'm committing suicide. Yeah, that movie's great. I love that movie. My favorite part in the whole movie, actually, is the baseball game. Where the catcher goes, he's stealing second, yeah, and, and the guy pulls out a gun him. and shoots. And Smee, Bob Hoskins, is touching like, how the hell did he shoot through yeah. me? Yeah. And then Rufio gets stabbed in the in the torso. Yeah. There's a sword right through. <gasps> oh yeah, that was. I wish I had a dad like like yeah. you, Peter Pan. <laughs> I know that movie way too well. Yeah, we, I think we, it's it's our generation. We was, had it, we was, had it on video. Yeah, that was my favorite movie as a kid. I remember one time Robin Lee even shaved his arms for the movie. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he shaved yeah, everything. Shaved yeah, it's a hairy fella. Oh yeah, we had it on video. I remember one time uh, our cousins were staying over, and that was always a big time. And uh, my aunt came to pick them up, and then for some reason at that moment we decided we want we want to watch Hook. Yeah. And they just let us, so we watched the whole thing. So they got to stay for another two hours. <laughs> that was fun. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. I don't know why critics hate it. A lot of people hate it. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people think it's a shit movie. It's an awesome movie. Didn't Steven Spielberg direct it? I think he, yes, had he some... did. He directed it. Yep. Okay. Well, that ends the hook portion. <laughs> mm. That ends our discussion on hook. Oh, I thought we'd just talk about hook for the rest of the show. I mean, oh. we could. But... <laughs> Remember that if you, guys, if you guys don't want to. Uh, well, you know. I thought it would be a good way to cap off the, the bait discussion would be to talk about Hook for a minute. I'm sorry when I gave you the show notes, I, I wrote Hook with exclamation point three <laughs> different <laughs> times. <laughs> we, we were talking about Can Zingers, like when uh, Robin Williams told Dustin Hoffman to try acting, when <laughs> Dustin Hoffman didn't like how a scene was going, which was what Lawrence Olivier told Dustin Hoffman on the set of Marathon <laughs> well, Man. Maybe you could try acting. <laughs> what? I was trying to do Robin Williams. It went really badly. It went very poorly. Nah, we can't do it. I can't do it. I'm never doing it again. What are you, Rich Little or something? No. <laughs> I don't think Rich Little could do Robin Williams either. Uh, I don't know. He could only do Carson and Nixon, and that was about it. Oh, Reagan. But any, anybody can do Reagan. Uh, Jeff, do Reagan. Uh, well, Mommy. See? See, everybody does that. Everybody does that. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. So everybody does. Everybody knows the classic, Ronald Reagan. classic a, Ronald Reagan impression. You know, most presidents get that. You know, you get that. Some, you know, you get that. You know, Trump gets it. Obama got it. You know, everybody gets. Uh, you know, that okay. Classic here, okay, voice. here's a question. You know, all the. Uh, this is the one. It's a quick little item. I may have asked this before on the show. Okay. Uh, but who would you say is the has been the most imitated? I'm not just talking about like on television. Probably, but, probably Nixon. Or, or by the, the most imitated president would be Nixon. Probably, yeah. You think it was Nixon? I think it's Nixon. It's either it's either Nixon or our current chief executive. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it'd right. be one or the other. I bet. Yeah, I bet you, you might be right. Well, the current chief executive already had people doing impressions of him long yes. before he was the chief executive. Phil Hartman was doing him on SNL in the '80s. That's true. That's true. Where's Phil Hartman when you need him? Well, Fucking I mean, he's dead. dead. We got Alec Baldwin to do him now. We got Alec Baldwin. He does a fine job. Yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, Jim Carrey's gonna be doing Joe Biden this this season for uh, for Saturday Night Live. Really? Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Read that I, somewhere. I, oh. they, uh, have they been doing real shows? Or are they still doing their gay social distance? Shows? No, they're gonna be doing real shows with well, yeah. like a social distance audience. Uh, I mean, they've been off. They, they were off the whole summer, so they yeah, were just running true. repeats. That's true. Hose everything down the studio and get back to fucking work, everybody. <laughs> Stop trying to set a good example and entertain me, will you? <laughs> They haven't done that in a long time. Well, 
<laughs> I, I actually haven't watched Saturday Night Live in forever. Yeah, it's been a long time for me, too. Well, their ratings shoot through the fucking roof during election years. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, I can imagine. But if, the aver- if advertisers were, be- were able to start like tabulating also like YouTube's and DVR's and Hulu's and Well, they, they, do, they do tabulate DVR. Oh, they do now? Yes. Because they didn't always account for that before. Yeah, they do. that's one they do tabulate. Okay. I think Hulu has a thing where they send their numbers in, too, but I don't think it's counted. Hmm. It's weird. You used to have to have, like, to get the ratings, you had to be a Nielsen family. Yeah, you had, you had to get, you had like, to have a, a box. box. Yeah, we, we got one of those one time. Oh, really? Yeah. You had a Nielsen, and they'd give you, like, $15 a yeah, month or yeah. something you, like that. And you had, to, have you had to fill out, like, a program. This was years and years ago. You had to fill out, like, a program card. Wait, you had to fill out what you were watching? Well, yeah, you got the what's box. The, what's the point of the box? Uh, well, you had to fill out how many people were watching at that time, and, that, and that's oh, what you filled out. Oh, and the entire card. book was filled with reruns of MASH. Lawrence's <laughs> dad insisted. No, it, it would have been my uncle that would have insisted on that. That and Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see here. All right. Well, <laughs> in terms of show prep, I relied on two separate items that, well, we're only one item. Where are we at? Uh, we're at a lot of boring math later. Perfect. Okay. We can take a break. No, and... we don't need to take a break. I got one, one other oh, thing okay. here. Oh, okay. Great. Go. Yeah. So uh, we have another, I don't have a clip of this, unfortunately. Okay. But we had another announcer misbehaving this week. Ooh. Oh, dear. On Monday Night Football. Oh now I made sure that my oh, believe me, this is not an oh dear. It wasn't, it wasn't Dennis Miller, was it? <laughs> no, Dennis. Oh, I, I heard they moved the uh, the Steelers game to Monday. No, they moved it to Tuesday. later in, later in the season. Well, oh, later in the they've season, changed it now. Yeah, more Tennessee Titans players uh, tested positive for the dreaded global mm-hmm. contagion. Those fucking assholes. So what? I guess we just get a week off now, or what? I don't they, know. Have they decided. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, that's not important. Right maybe who, who, so. Who are they playing? Maybe they take the team that they're supposed to play the next week. Here's the problem: <laughs> they'll make them play two games. That team is also playing. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll be. You know, maybe they're playing it like the later game, so they'll have to play the earlier game against the Steelers at one o'clock, and then they'll go and play it at four o'clock somewhere else. <laughs> well, well, here, here's the Aren't thing: are there rules against that in the union? <laughs> Probably. So <laughs> Probably. I, I was thinking about this actually. So the the Titans uh, had just the day before played the Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then so the Vikings went on lockdown as well because they were exposed to all these Titans players. Right. Well, I thought to myself, well, maybe the team that the Vikings were supposed to play can just play the Steelers that week. Well, it was the Houston Texans who they just fucking played? Well, <laughs> play them again. <laughs> the double header. Yeah. The double header. Home and home. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, but this is this is a very low key misbehaving, but it's kind of like a wonder of uh, technology and the ability that we're commu- able to communicate. So the Chiefs were playing the Baltimore Ravens, and I made sure my ass was on the couch. I was really looking forward to this game because two of the top teams in the league, I have some stake in it, but not terribly important. So it's it's a good time to just watch football for entertainment. I, mean, I, I missed it to watch wrestling. So. Well, I'm glad you said Patrick Mahomes because this is what the uh, the announcer misbehaved on. Oh dear. Uh, he kept on referring to throughout the game Patrick Mahomes as Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, I, I, what's the problem? That's misbehaving. Patrick Mahomes' mother took none too kindly to that. Why? Oh, what does she care? What's her problem? Well, she tweeted out. Not like she complained. <laughs> My name's Patrick. not Patrick. Rick. It's <laughs> <laughs> a SpongeBob reference for you. Thank you. Uh, she tweeted out during the games that this announcer calls my son Pat one more time. Ugh, I'm gonna scream. So, well, Pat is Patrick's dad. 
Does her, does his mom play football? Mm. No. Then she should shut the fuck up. So hashtag ESPN, hashtag Monday Night Football, hashtag whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess the producers got wind of this, and they told the producer, hey, you're not supposed to be calling him Pat no more. <laughs> and so they read the tweet live on the air. If that boy's mother thinks I'm going to let her tell me what to do, <laughs> she can go stick her head in a can of paint. <laughs> what a debacle. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me for sh- uh, and working my jaws while you were trying to give the kickoff. <laughs> it was so obvious. I, I I didn't think of that actually. <laughs> they read the tweet live on the air. Actually, posted it on like the graphics, <laughs> which I thought was pretty neat, considering that Monday Night Football is otherwise a two-bit operation at this point. Uh, but Lewis Riddick was the announcer, and he said, "Guilty, guilty, guilty." I am apologizing. It's it's in good fun, obviously, because you know. Because I've seen families that are like that, where the my uh, brother-in-law and nephew, the dad is Dan, and my nephew is Daniel. That's just you know, so the dad is Pat, and, and, the, and the son is Patrick. Mm-hmm. Who cares? His mom does. His mom is an asshole. His mom slid that boy out through her vagina and made him become the first Kansas City Chiefs quarterback to win a Super Bowl in over 50 years. I think she has some standing here. I still don't care. She sucks. I still think she sucks. Yes, but I did eat up five a, minutes with that, little, didn't I? Being a little whiner. I ate up five <laughs> minutes, though. <laughs> I ate up five minutes at so showtime. We don't need to talk about what showtime is. <laughs> We're supposed to be having a good time and not really paying attention to... I was having a good time I'm actually talking. Like it's funny, though, because like, it's oh, the same to thing I do. I mean, here. We're just trying to kill time. You know, you stand around, twirl your thumbs, and, you know, put one of them up your butt. That's the way but I mean, it's the time. kind of thing you brought up is like, see, I don't go by Larry for a very specific reason. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so I, I, I feel a connection there. <laughs> yeah. And imagine like, okay, so Lawrence is, you know, but let's see, what can you do in football? Nose, Nose tackle. tackle. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about like Lawrence Taylor? I mean, sometimes they would call him Larry Taylor. You don't know that. You never watched him. Play the on Giants television. in 1986. No, I've heard I've heard Larry Taylor before. Who the hell's Larry Taylor? I know heard, Harry Taylor. I've heard Larry Taylor. Okay, I've so, heard Larry Taylor as much as we've heard Pat Mahomes. But they didn't have means of communications in the, in those days. For... Oh, what? So you think Lawrence Taylor's mom was like sitting at home one time when maybe you know one announcer or whatever called him Larry Taylor and kind of being and, like, ugh, and then going like, oh my god, they called him Larry. You think that ever? You think that happened? She got so I mad. Would, Damn! I wish there was a way to mass communicate to a, a group of. So that's how Twitter was born. That's how Twitter was. Bo- <laughs> that is. That's 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 how Twitter was born. It was Lawrence Taylor's mother who was pissed off about some announcer calling her son Larry, and then she invented the internet, and then made Twitter. Right. So imagine. Makes sense. So Lawrence is nose tackle for the. Uh, let me see. I'm getting, looking at Lawrence now. I'm trying to see what team he would play for. <laughs> what team I would play for? Oakland Raiders. Oh God. <laughs> and Larry, that's his second sack of the game. Probably having an above above average performance here. You normally a run blocker, and then Lawrence, Lawrence's mom. Lawrence, your mom hears this. Lawrence is more of a center. No, he's not. You don't he, think so? He's nose tackle. No, I'm not nose a center. <laughs> no. Lawrence's job is to occupy blockers so the linebackers can get in there and do some shit. Oh, I see. Okay. I can, yeah. That and it's going to take at least three for Lawrence. <laughs> so you got center, left, and right guard tied up immediately. Let your defensive end go around. He's fine. Mm. Anyhow, so what would your mom's reaction be if she heard, and, and she has Twitter, and she can hashtag mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. She can do all this. 
What would her reaction be to hear some bozo in the booth refer to you as Larry Watson? Oh, she wouldn't care. Oh. <laughs> See? She See? would not give a fuck. See, Pat, Pat Mahomes' mother is an asshole. I mean, the person who would care would be me. It was a me thing. I was, I was never too pleased about the name Larry, but I mean, my mom wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, so a uh, sideline reporter comes up. So, Larry, you had a good day game today. Yeah. <laughs> Something wrong. No. Couldn't you, you just be like, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, please. And then the, well, know, I wouldn't do that on the air. That's well, rude. Why not? <laughs> because it's rude. Yeah, it's but then people rude. on TV would be like, oh, he likes to be first Lawrence. I'd take that reporter aside, and after I felt her up a little bit, then oh. I would say. <laughs> Especially yeah. that Susie Colbert. Wow. So I could get in trouble, you know. <laughs> Go to where that, Joe Namath's been. Especially that Pam Oliver, right? She aged out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up. She aged out. I know. What do you mean she aged out? They fired her to bring on Aaron Andrews, <laughs> and she's about to age out. Well, I'm saying is that... No, the, the joke <laughs> is that she was never really attractive. No, she yeah. wasn't bad looking. Really? I've never... I've seen pictures. I don't remember her looking good. Anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Aaron Andrews is hotter, so... Well, that's true. She's aged out of Dancing with the Stars hosting, though. Wasn't that funny that Aaron Andrews, because she was... Okay, he doesn't Henry, like Aaron Andrews. over there. Yeah, he, Aaron Andrews gets them all hot and bothered. Um, Aaron Andrews is now she pushed somebody out who had aged out and now she's about to be pushed out for aging out <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the circle of life you know you, it doesn't happen to male broadcasters no it, does not. <laughs> no it doesn't happen to men on no. like any kind of like most TV men, men get older and then they're and they're, they're they can, distinguished they're distinguished yeah, yeah. And they can play different things but women you once you're not hot anymore then you can be like somebody's mom on television or grandmother. Well, I was thinking in terms it. of broadcasting. Broadca uh, broadcasting. Some folks gone. never did age out, though. Yeah. Uh, Sally Wiggin got to retire on her own goddamn terms. Local, That's true. Local anchor here. And Patty Burns uh, decided to die first. Well, well then there's well, uh, Vanna White. She's like 200 years old, but she still looks <laughs> keeping it tight. She still got it. I don't yeah. know what don't type know. of work is being done over yeah. there, but God bless them, too. Whatever chemicals that they're injecting into her are working really well. Indeed, they are. Yeah, she's, she's 75 and... She's in her 60s? Yeah. <laughs> Why does she look like she's in her 40s? That, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, of uh, Richard Pryor talking about uh, being an uh, a MC for, for a stripper, Satin Doll. <laughs> and Satin Doll was a fine bitch. Yeah, and she was 60 then. <laughs> and she was fine at 60. That's pretty good. That's Richard a B minus Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard a B minus Richard Pryor. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the performer that he usually uses. And she was 60 then. Right? There. Right? I forgot right? that. <laughs> you ever go take a shit and the water splash up on your ass? <laughs> That's pretty that good. That was Eddie Murphy doing Richard Pryor. That was Eddie Murphy doing Richard Pryor. Yeah. But you know what this means. He's never going to be able to do Richard Pryor again. Not necessarily. I'm not you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You forgot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something about being in the woods that makes you just want to shit. <laughs> that was okay. How did that happen to me once? You ever see a lion in the jungle? No one walks past going, hey, lion. All right, I'm done. You know, every time I go to all, all these bargain outlet, I have to take a shit. <laughs> and that is... <laughs> And that is one of the worst places to have to take oh, a shit. Oh, it is. Because it, it, they it, have bathrooms there? Yeah. It's like the, one of the, the, the weird one-man bathrooms, you know, where just one person goes in. Like you're not supposed to be in there? Not, yeah, like, like it's all, for employees only? No, that's the thing. It's not for employees only. Yeah. It's not. But it is like, it's just an awful bathroom. <laughs> and it's not a lot of fun. Don't, don't, don't shit 
at Ollie's. If you're, I don't know, if it's always a national chain. Uh, it is. It is. Is it? it is. Yeah. 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 Don't take a shit at Ollie's. I'll, I'll, I will one up your story, and you know what I'm about to say. Uh, you'll you'll know. Well, what I'm where did about. you take a shit? <laughs> it wasn't taking a shit. <laughs> where did you have to shit? <laughs> there was an auto parts store <laughs> <laughs> called Whitlock at Casty Village. Uh, Every time my dad would take us there, I would always have to shit, and they did not have a bathroom. <laughs> And mm. so my dad, A, being annoyed that this always happens, why do you always have to shit when you're here? They don't have a bathroom here. And B, <laughs> it's not going to go out of his way so I could shit either. It was always just like I had to pinch it until I got home. Every, every time. And, and, I'm, and I'm catching heat for it. <laughs> but, but, the, but that's my ollies was, when, uh, when was Whitlock a, Auto Parts. Well, when I was that age, uh, well, you were shitting at, when I had to shit at the Whitlock. <laughs> Now, around that time, we were, you know, our family, we were building a house, and we were always going to a store called Heckinger. Mm-hmm. Back when there were, there were two main home improvement stores. There was Heckinger and there was Builder's Square. That was it, yeah. This before Home Depot before moved Before Home Depot and Lowe's, there was Heckinger and Builder's Square. And I always had to shit every time we went to Heckinger. Every <laughs> single time I had to go take a shit there. But they had bathrooms, though. They did have bathrooms. Imagine having so to shit with so they didn't I actually have bathrooms. got to take a shit at the Heckinger. I think that's a good time to uh, Yeah, speaking of taking uh, a shit, shit everybody. At the true, true story, true story. People call me about this all the time. I tell them. I had a shit at the Heckinger. I always sit there. It was great. Tremendous bathrooms. Tremendous. Yeah, the great bathrooms. There's the stalls. Bathrooms. The door's actually closed. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> so we're going to take. We're gonna make some stops at Ollie's and Heckinger's, and we'll be right back. Yeah, you fuckers ain't shitting here. You can't go to Heckinger anymore. It's closed. Oh, it's gone. not there anymore. Been da- gone for over 20 Things years. Things that aren't there anymore. <laughs> Things that aren't there anymore. Heckinger, so we'll- where Jeff used to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll be right back after this. And now, for an editorial, here's George Wes Westerhorn. West Westerhorn here, speaking to you from a studio that remains standing and fully intact, unlike the many burned-out husks of former economic activity that line the streets of our nation's once great cities. As a fierce defender of our Constitution and right to assemble in protest, particularly as it concerns oppressive local, state, and federal governments and their heavy arms of law enforcement, I can't help but wonder why the members of my own oppressed minority have not taken to the streets in defiance of a society that places even less value on our plight than that of the Afro-American. My brethren, who form a greater percentage of the populace, in numbers and even more so in weight, have faced discrimination since time immemorable due to the ignorance of the quote-unquote average American who will stand idle as we go about our daily struggles with hunger, health, and stares. I am, of course, speaking of the most judged and negatively viewed demographic in our country, the overweight and obese. I have invited a few members of this group to our studio to share their stories. Please listen with an open heart to our first testimonial from university student Gordon Murphy. The world just isn't made for people like me. The other day I was told I couldn't have pizza delivered to the library. I told the librarian I'd eat at the bench outside, but she said everyone would still hear me. I thought about eating in my car, but just getting in and out of that thing is a wasted 20 minutes. So I went home. My dissertation be damned. I should have brought a sandwich. I was there for almost an hour. Now we will hear from my personal friend and fellow monthly Buffet Club member, 
Randy Callahan. My extreme weight has wreaked havoc on my endocrine system, causing a major hormonal imbalance. The medication can only go so far to keep the size of my breast under control. It's especially embarrassing at the public pool, where they float on top of the water and the younger children try to climb on them. The older children call me names like Titanic or the HMS Titifor, and one day, one of the kids put a captain's hat on and climbed on my back. Our society won't allow us to have dignity. Lastly, an unemployed man from Connecticut who wishes to remain anonymous. When I was growing up, my mom would yell at me for eating too much. She'd be like, slow down, they'll put you in the circus, which I thought sounded pretty cool. But when I got older, I found out these PC pussies got rid of all the freak shows. So I've been on disability since I was 18. The worst part is if I was in the circus, I'd be drowning in puss. But I can't even get a chick to look at me, unless I want a fatty. Fuck that. Of course, we thank these brave and heroic gentlemen for contributing to our program. Like myself, they have suffered at the hands of a society that does not care to consider the difficulties we face, and instead chooses to criticize, ridicule, and build our centers of business and retail without adequate amenities for mobility and frequent napping. And who do we have to blame for this? Is it our lawmakers who have decided that only certain disabilities are worthy of government regulation? Is it our health professionals who consider our conditions preventable and therefore a non-matter of concern when it comes to advancements and medical technology? Or is it the pedophiles in our film and television industries who've projected their sick preferences for smaller bodies onto impressionable audiences? I, for one, salute the defiance of the Afro-American community, for despite their unintentional destruction of beloved corporate mascots, they have provided a shining example of what an oppressed minority must do when they've been pushed too far. And I call on my obese brothers and sisters to organize and march a short distance with frequent breaks to our city halls and state capitol buildings where we can sit for a while before standing up to our societal opposition and urging our legislators to effect change. It's not just common sense. It's come on sense. And we're back. I said I was going to bring us back and then you went <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> okay, Jeff. And we're back. There you go. And well done. what we're going to be doing now is taking a look at one of my favorite films uh, from 1998. It is called Pamela's Prayer. Hmm. Now, when I was in college, my wife and I... Uh, my wife, well, your wife. She wasn't my wife then. She is now. Anyway, every Friday... Your future wife. My, my future wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's my future wife. But every Friday, we would go in and get the lunch or sort of dinner, I guess. And we would go back to uh, her room or my house or whatever. And we would turn on the Jesus Channel, which was, uh, <laughs> I think it was Cornerstone Television. And they would play, they always had a movie on every Friday at 4 o'clock. Nothing goes with fucking like the Jesus Channel. Well, <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, we weren't fucking during the movie. We were watching these movies because uh, we love these movies. To get in the mood, you know, yeah. get so, it nice and uh, wet. Quick question. Uh, is, so Cornerstone, is that a reference to the stone that the builders rejected then became the Cornerstone? The stone that the builders rejected became the Cornerstone. Very good. It was my church singing. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah, it was Cornerstone Television. They would play these Jesus movies, and we enjoyed them very much. 
uh, and one of our one of my favorites anyway <laughs> is Pamela's Prayer. Uh, so we're all going to watch this right now. <laughs> one of the things that you mentioned though. Yes. Is that all these movies seem to be made by the same two guys? Uh, yeah. Well, there was Dave Cristiano is the most famous one, and then he had a brother, Rich Cristiano. They're twin brothers. Oh, uh, much I like think, us. I think Dave was born again first, <laughs> and then Rich <laughs> was born again a little bit later, but they would often collaborate on these movies. You saw how good it was for Dave's yeah. career. And I, and I like these movies a lot. They're, they're really funny because <laughs> for some reason, there's always like... Two people, this isn't one of the, the movies where this happens, but for some, in a lot of these movies, there would be like two people in the movie that are Christian, and everybody else is like, what are you doing with all this God stuff? Oh, there, <laughs> oh one of those Kirk oh, there Cameron goes, specials. And it'll, it'll be like, oh, there goes Bill again, Mr. Jesus Man, you know, stuff like that. Even though I'm really in society, I mean, Christians most are of the persecuted people... in our country every yeah, day exactly. at the grocery store when the clerk says happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that counts as persecution. Ah, uh, yeah. Did you ask Tucker the, Carlson? It's all dumb. Tucker Carlson. Yeah, Tucker Carlson's a dummy. But he's very entertaining, as I've mentioned before. And his ratings are through the roof right now. <laughs> but he is the highest rated. <laughs> he just won a lawsuit. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Fox News uh, got sued for defamation for something that Carlson said on, on his show. Yeah. Fox News' attorneys made the argument that no reasonable person can take yes, Carlson <laughs> seriously. No reasonable person takes him seriously. I didn't say it to shoehorn it in, but it just occurred to me. <laughs> that did happen. I remember reading that and thought, oh, Jeff would like that. And then I forgot about it. Yeah, I was going to shoehorn it <laughs> in the first half, but then I was like, oh. And then... Well, this was a perfect opportunity. So what you're saying is that if you allow illegal immigration, then you would be okay with one of these people coming and murdering your family. Why would you say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's my Tucker Carlson impression. But back to the... But uh, anyway, back to the film. Uh, this is a movie called Pamela's Prayer, and it is about a young woman named Pamela. Um, who, well, her, first her mom dies. Her mom dies, uh, I think, in childbirth. Oh. And then her dad says that uh, she that he wants her first kiss to be on her wedding day. Oh, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's the plot of the movie. That's literally. Oh, okay, that's so, pretty much it. So I have it paused at two seconds, and I'm seeing the title screen that says on November 9, 1991. Mm-hmm. Pamela Bucklin, Bucklin was married at the age of 22. Yes. Why did she wait so long? I don't know. You think she would have got married at like 16 or something. But, uh, well, yeah. usually 13 for these people, but you know. Yeah, you know, they pawned them all <laughs> 13 to a 47-year-old. <laughs> so let me know when I can start the film. Start the film. Start the film. And act. <laughs> There's our title screen there. There's our title screen. Uh-huh. I would read it right now if I didn't. You already read it? This, this is her is, story. This is her story. And it's not. It starts with uh, actually music. Mm, some ni- yeah, some nice, nice music. Nice little piano deal. A little Casio keyboard. <laughs> Pressing the demo button. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are in the desert. Looks like a painted gorge or something like that. This actually. See, now it's the '60s, right? Straight up Bob Ross there, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the '60s or '70s Separate or car. something, and we have a car driving down the road. This is May 1968. That's what it is. We have a nice big old car. Two door coop. Here comes here comes Pamela's parents getting out. They're gonna do some bucking. Oh wait, walk. no, they're not. No, this they're not. Jesus this movie. is a Jesus. This is film. a pic- They're doing a picnic. But I will something. tell you this, John. You're about to find out here in a few minutes that they already did some fucking. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. And she does that thing where she like holds her stomach like with both hands, like one uh, on top and the other on the bottom. Maybe in a little bit. They're walking around this 
sort of semi-desert area. There's some vegetation around. Well, I'll tell you what. If you want a miscarriage, that is a good place to take a pregnant woman. <laughs> here they go up to the little uh, rock formation. The, uh, screen and a little whoopsies and problem solved. <laughs> oh, no. Probably how she died. Wayne, mm -hmm. Wayne, I have something to tell you. Oh. There's sand in my cunt. <laughs> We're going to have a baby. Same thing. Yeah, that's Pamela. <laughs> no, and no, they no. hug. And they're hugging in front of the rock formation. Oh, and embrace. Both of them in their golf I don't know attire. why they had to wait. They had to wait to go to the desert. <laughs> they had to go out into the desert. And that's where she tells them. And, and now they drive they right back. January 1969 at the hospital. 69, dude! And here's uh, well, he here's gingerly old, trots old into pop, the hospital. Pop letting her uh, wife out of the car. He doesn't seem like he's in a hurry. And she's uh, you know, all fat and stuff because she's pregnant. She's all knocked up yeah. over there. We all know what happens to pregnant women. The the fetus is inside there and it shits <laughs> and then the shit comes out of the woman's vagina. <laughs> it's disgusting. All pregnant. This happens to all pregnant women. They shit out of their vaginas. Uh, Dave Cristiano the films presentation. Pamela's, Pamela's Prayer. Prayer. Brought to you by Kodak. That's not actually on there. I don't think they have a sponsor. Rick Scheidman. Why do they have Scheidman? Jews in this? Oh my god. I didn't, <laughs> know, that was, I didn't know that was Rick Scheidman. movie. <laughs> Serena Oreg... No, no, no Orego. Orego. Ted, Ted Kuntz. <laughs> Jew. <laughs> yeah, there's a surprising number of Jews involved with... <laughs> Jerry Marks, a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Mary Lee Ward, clearly not a Jew. <laughs> Harden, Barker, Willis, Henner, Sophie Christian. Oh, Sophie nepotism Christiano. in the movie. Uh, did he shoehorn uh, his wife into this? I don't know if it's his wife, maybe a daughter, who knows. Maybe maybe Sophie Christiano plays Ori Pamela. Original music adapted by Casio Programming. <laughs> <laughs> Written, produced, and, and directed. directed by Dave Cristiano. And my, my favorite director. <laughs> Let's start the film. Lighting, none. <laughs> Now the car is in the cemetery because mom's dead. Well, sorry for spoiling that for you. Sorry for spoiling the first 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> Three minutes and 30 seconds, but that's okay. Looks like he uh, pops just going to visit the grave. Is, it, is, is he going to start talking to the grave? Um, oh, I'm sure. I think so. I haven't seen this in a long time. All right, I have one dollar. He starts talking to the grave. Who's with me? Who's I'm, take not the ta I'm not taking that bet. That's a sucker's bet. <laughs> yeah. Standing, 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 pondering. He doesn't. He doesn't. Hey, oh, oh. Damn! I could have made a dollar. Could have made a buck. So here's here's a uh, pop, and then his dad, who's like two years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in most movies, they go see a therapist. My my instant thought was pastor. <laughs> I think I talked to his pastor over this. Uh, uh, he's with his parents. Good. Should have knocked her up there, boy. They just want to eat my wife's no, pussy, thanks, but Mom. she's dead. <laughs> well, we're going to spend the night again and help you with the baby. You both need your rest. Been up for days. <laughs> Pam and I will be fine. Pam it's no I. problem for us to stay. I know, Dad. Get the fuck out of here. I know, Dad. That, that is the creepiest fucking voice. I'm a, I'm a Christian person. I, I like Jesus. Does everybody in this movie speak and act like this? No, I think it's just... It's I think just, it's just that guy. dear old dad, who's, who's here with his daughter Pamela, and he's standing over the baby thing that she's staring in. at it we'll creepily, it like a serial killer. Yeah, people like to watch their babies sleep. You know, it's all sweet and yeah, stuff. None of, of us are parents. Not, not the one that he was glaring at the child until they wake up and they start crying and they're very tempted to shake them. 
<laughs> Those are some terrible but, sideburns but, uh, he's got, too. But Pop here, he doesn't shake the baby. You know, he's reading his Bible in bed. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> I mean, his wife's dead. She can't come in and jerk him off anymore. Then he places it on the table, rubs one out real quick just to get it out of the way. <laughs> no, Jesus wouldn't like that. He's just going to go to sleep with the light on, I guess. <laughs> Leaves the wife's spot in bed perfectly intact. <laughs> the groove's still there. Starts smelling the pillow and crying. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's smelling the middle part of the bed where her ass <laughs> used to sit. <laughs> yeah, let me get in there. Pamela, have I ever told you about your mom's ass? <laughs> now he's feeding Pamela from a bottle. Well, he doesn't have a tit, so... Quietly. Everything's very quiet. He's hugging the pillow. So this is just... And, a, and the, the, I get it. They're just trying to establish his... You know, Day-to-day, taking care of the kids, single dad. Is, even for 1998, the decor of this house is like... It's like the people who live here are, are 75 years old. Right, but like, you know, he's a simple man, has a rustic lifestyle. I don't see the problem with this. Here's grandma picking up the baby and, and dad. Just Tell just, me more feeding, more feeding. Well, just we get it. We get it. You have a baby. No, Put a diaper on. Oh my God. Doing things that you do with babies. We understand. Well, they're just showing the hard work and sacrifice that it takes to be a single dad. I don't see what's wrong with this at all. No. Once upon a time. Bible to the baby. Well, in a Christian household, you can expect that. I don't, I, have I ever told you about the book of Job? <laughs> now they're at the same rock formation where, where mom, and there she goes. dead mom told him that she was pregnant with her. You know, this is clearly a, a low budget thing. There's only so many sets they can use. They have four sets. <laughs> baby crawling through leaves. Dad picks up baby. We get Dad it. Dad lays in leaves. Can't that kid just fucking grow up? And they stick to him. Oh, now it's winter time. Here's your dead mom. They're in the cemetery. Dad's showing the baby to the dead mom's One dollar, no dialogue. For the next ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We've had three lines of dialogue in seven minutes so far. Pic- picture of mom. Who directed this movie? Sergio Leone. Jacking off picture dad, of mom. Who is staring at it in bed. Longing. With his, on his pink pillowcase. Typing. <laughs> July 1975. Oh, this is uh, Grandpa. Good afternoon, Christian Film Library. Christian hey, Film Christian Library. Film he works library? at the Christian oh, Film dude, Library. Fine, fine. That's a sweet gig. Hey, In 1975. I bet it pays well. I hear he makes $400 a year. <laughs> Unless you're at the top, it pays very well. I mean, no, I wait, if go. you're at the top, it pays very well. I just don't want to leave Pamela. Oh. Hey, oh, Pamela's... You have nothing to worry about. Dad works at the Christian Library, You have nothing to worry about. They have a bunch of film reels. Oh, the Cristiano on the can. A commitment to the Lord that I pray with her every night. Oh. So far, I've been able to keep that commitment. I made that commitment. If I go to the convention, Lord. I don't see how I can. I see. He said he'd give me five. What about the phone? That won't be a problem. You can pray on the phone. It's that, Dad. <laughs> Just I made the commitment, and I don't want to break it. I don't want to break it. I made a commitment with God. Very important. He you told me to bring her to the mountain and cut her in half with my sword. Wait a minute, Wayne. I've got an idea. Do you know? I think I know how you can do both. Take her with you. Yeah. I made a commitment with the Lord that when she turned 16, I would hit on all her friends. <laughs> so he's in a hotel room on the phone. Yeah, Pamela's a little older oh, now. Oh, see? Called it. Phone. One of you owes me a buck. Damn it. Talking about 
You could pray with her on the phone. I don't owe you anything. But, but like, how is this not obvious? And like, I promised her further. Oh, let me she give I, you an idea. She looks how about like the telephone? The, uh, she looks kind of like the girl from Mrs. Doubtfire, the littlest one. <laughs> Matilda. Matilda. Yeah, yeah, that one. It comes running to dad. Hey, hey, baby girl, I'm from the hotel. Lord Jesus Christ. Why would you need to travel for business when you work at the Christian Film Library? Jesus answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy heart, with all thy soul, and all thy balls. All thy <laughs> I'm not I'm not comfortable this with the way this guy is speaking to this little girl. <laughs> it's his daughter, right? Okay? Yeah, I know. I, I, I understand. That's what makes it worse. Reading the Bible. Damn, what the hell are they, they reading? They have really other... cheaply made Bible, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they have book paper. Does he have <laughs> any other books in the house? <laughs> no, that's forbidden. Even Dr. Seuss. That's definitely forbidden. Why not? He hated Happy Jews. Birthday, <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Oh, he used this to establish that Pamela is January 1985. When well, nobody's Happy aged a day except the little girl. I never really worked on the 20 years of aging part. <laughs> well, the grandpa has glasses now, so I guess that's something. Oh, yeah, he has glasses. Yeah. What'd you pray for, honey? What about what'd you pray for? What'd you wish for? That's a secret between her and the Lord. The Lord! The Lord! Lord. Sorry. Sorry. The Lord! You pray you for don't? The Lord Dad. bake this cake. <laughs> I'm not supposed to tell you, but I will. I didn't ask for anything. I just told God how much I love my grandparents. Oh, shut up about God already. <laughs> I forgot how much this movie, it, it, everything's about God. Yeah. And Lord, thank you for our family. I oh, for Christ's sake. Continue to guide us and teach They're us. They're always praying. Your word and your spirit. They, pray, they prayed over <laughs> the fucking birthday <laughs> cake, for Christ's sake. Amen. 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 All right, can I pause for a second? Amen. Yes. Okay. So uh, certain family members of mine, uh, they have a follow-up uh, thing for their birthdays. Mm-hmm. So, happy birthday to you. And then it comes, for he's a jolly good fellow. For he's you a would, jolly good you fellow. You think. Or maybe the good old fashioned, we're glad it's your birthday, your birthday, your birthday. Or maybe, uh, and many more. Yeah, there's that one. No, here's what we get. May the dear Lord bless you. May the dear Lord bless you. May the dear Lord bless you. Birthday boy's name, or birthday girl's oh. name. And then that stinks. The mother <laughs> decides to harmonize the last part. May the dear Lord bless you. And she she usually goes to the fifth. And then wow. the and then the husband and her have an argument over who had the third, who had the fifth. I like to. It's <laughs> adorable. Do a ninth. Augmented ninth. No, it's a regular ninth. That's regular ninth. Yeah, it's pretty advanced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the Lord. Let's get back to the Lord. They were praying. Again. Again. It's all they do. Haven't stopped. Okay, this film's 11 minutes in, and all the scenes involve praying, except for the one where she says, hey, I'm all knocked out. Praying in Bibles. Yes. Praying in Bibles. Cheaply made Bibles. It's not like they're falling apart every time he turns the page. No, they must be really great in the man. I mean, they look pretty good to me. (laughs) And it lasted so far for like 12 years. How old is she? 13? Uh, uh, 69. Is she knocked up yet? (laughs) Not yet. She will be. Remember, she's not married yet. She doesn't get married until like 1992. Right now, it's 1975 or 91. It's 1965. But she's 16. You're becoming a beautiful young woman, (laughs) just like your. Oh, here we go. Just like your mother. Good night. Good night. Can you bring some of your friends over? (laughs) Maybe for a pool party. 
And there they are. <laughs> oh, man. In school. Oh, this is school. We're just friends. I recognize the uh, the carpeting. Okay, this is where she gets people getting on her case for all the god stuff. No, it doesn't really happen. Maybe it does. I can't remember. How many atheists were there in high schools in 1985? Probably not that many. Probably not. I Buckland yet. Nobody's been out with her. What an Nobody? ice queen. They're, they're, those are very 1985 haircuts, though. Never been kissed. <laughs> what a loser. I don't know about him. He, he, he's more like 1975. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to get inside that pussy tonight. How'd they get... Oh, hold on one second. We got, uh, you want me to pause here? I already... Yeah, go ahead. We'll be okay, right back. I'll pause here. After I take care of my crying dog. The following Thursday. And we're back now that Henry's made himself comfortable. Let's continue with the uh, Jesus film. Mm-hmm. My favorite Jack Clark asked me out for a date today. Well, what'd you tell him? I told him I had to ask my father. Yeah, you know how I feel about dating. Yeah, you better ask your fucking father, you bitch. It's not really a date. He's a good Christian guy, Dad. Probably the best Christian in the whole school. Stop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the best Christian in the whole school. It's not a competition, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Have awards. Well, don't you? You, you have to understand the the Christians. For them, it is. It, it, it kind of is. They Actually, get into extra heaven if they do. You get well. your, like a picture in the yearbook that's separate from everybody else's <laughs> picture. It's like best Christian, Pamela. Well, Actually, I, I, it's, that's not all that out of line. Uh, one of the churches that my wife growing up was dragged to, uh, it was had to do with um, spirit and. They say that the church over in this town has more spirit, so let's show that we have more spirit. Like it was, it, it was a competition. Uh, How do they show that though? Uh, speaking in tongues. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> altar calls. Altar calls. That's where you go to the altar like this. <laughs> and then you can just fall over. I'm God. not. I'm not making this and, up. And God likes this kind of stuff. Uh, that's what they say. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I find it entertaining. <laughs> but you're not God, Lawrence. And don't ever say you are because that would be blasphemy. And I don't tolerate that. Not, not, I not never said house. I was. I just said I found it entertaining. I cast <laughs> thee out. I cast thee out of my out living room. This spot. is a living room of the Lord. <laughs> Let's get back to the best Christian ever in school. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Idle dialogue. I'm going to ask dialogue. her to show my fucking <laughs> be. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's like biology <laughs> class or something. Hey, hey honey, are you going to show me your snatch? So what's the good news? We're going to go to the game? The game. The game. I think you're a great guy and everything, but... But... I can't go with you. My dad sewed my vagina shut. <laughs> my father won't let me. What an asshole. My father won't let you. I'm not asking you to marry me. I just want you to go to the game. See, that's the problem. I know. It has to Sorry, start with marriage. <laughs> then you can go out. great guy. Let up your dad a little. Uh, I can't. He won't change his mind. Yeah, well, tell me where he is and I'll kick his ass. He's <laughs> not good enough for you. No, Jerry, that's not it at all. My, my father won't let me go out with anyone. Jerry. I'm sorry. You don't have to make any excuses. I get the picture. Is this like a positive, like, not dating movie? Like, you shouldn't date? It will be positive, yeah. You're not, exactly. to, you're not supposed to date. You're not supposed to date until you get married. I'd die if he asked me out. <laughs> I can't believe you said no. My father won't. You're supposed to go courting. What's wrong with your dad, Pam? He won't let you go out with anybody. Yeah, Pam. My yeah, father Pam. lets you go out with. See, if this guy's seen The Godfather, he would be able to give him the uh, the Michael Corleone speech, with your supervision. Hmm. Maybe that's what he should do. He should go go to dad and talk to dad. Like, listen, dad. Can you're I call right. you dad? No. 
Can I call you Dave? My anyway. name is Jeff. Can I could call you, you could Pete? You, could you please leave? We have to pray. <laughs> too busy praying <laughs> for her to go we're on dates. We're busy praying right now. Don't interrupt us we're while we're busy. praying. We're busy. We've been praying for the last four hours. Whoever I want, as long as she's a Christian. Well, he wants me to wait for the Lord to bring the right guy along. Oh, yeah. How does that work? Uh, you know, I get it. Yeah, you got to let the Lord bring the guy along. But how's he going to know? Yeah, how Yeah, exactly. How's she going to know which... Who have you been talking to? Doesn't make sense, Dad. I don't see why I can't go out with a guy. Nothing's gonna happen. I've told you why I don't want you to date. He hasn't told the audience. Yeah, that would be nice to know. My whole life. <laughs> you just turned sixteen. You'll probably be married before any of your girlfriends. <laughs> probably. Oh, look, I know it's hard. By not All dating, your you will be married. Or not. <laughs> but it's, for your own it's the Lord. Just trust me. The Lord will bring the right men along. The Lord. The Lord will bring the man with so the biggest penis. Does your dad want you to marry? He wants me to marry a guy. No, you're not supposed to enjoy sex. You'll have the smallest penis. Wait, 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 wait. We missed an important plot point here. Uh -oh. We did? Back it up. Back it up. And then shut up. All right, we'll go back. And back then, to here. And then... Pamela, who have you been talking to? He's saying what? It doesn't make sense, Dad. I don't see mm -hmm. why I can't go out with a guy. Nothing's going to happen. Where's the projector? I've told you why I don't want you to date. Christian Film Library. Dad, oh, I want to get married right. someday. I don't want to be single my whole life. <laughs> you just turned 16. You'll probably be married before any of your girlfriends. I doubt it. Oh, look, I know it's hard. All your friends are dating, and you're not. But it's for your own protection. Just trust me. Okay. Okay. He meant to say, always use so protection. So what kind of a guy does your dad want you to marry? He wants me to marry a guy who's never kissed a girl. He what? Wow. He wants me to marry a guy who's never kissed a girl. Uh. <laughs> nope. And your dad wants you to marry a guy. And the Christianas found this important. How's he gonna know? How's Dad gonna know that so the guy? I've never, never kissed, kissed a girl. A girl. She's probably she's like blowing dudes in like the janitor's closet <laughs> at school. But and Dad's oh, like, I don't want oh, you to date anyone. About the Jesus kids. Can I tell you something else? Can I pause? That's right. Yeah. Okay. I think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. Well, all well, the Jesus kids were blowing each other. Well, what Jesus kids are you talking about? The ones that I didn't grow up with, but somebody else I know did. Oh. They were all blowing each other. Well, they, you know, uh, apparently the rule was only against actual like, like vaginal, vaginal penetration. So they just blow each other and put it in their butts. They just blow each other and put it in their butts. Wow, Jesus, for Jesus, praise Jesus. Why? Why is that? Why is that hole so much more special? Because that's the where the babies holes. come from. Yeah, but the babies <laughs> also they they shit out of that hole. You know, that's what happens when, when but babies. But that makes it important you know, to run with yeah, his narrative. When you're, when you're pregnant and the baby shits and then it comes out of the vagina. Jesus. Christ. That's also where the woman can get most biology. of her pleasure from. Because where else is the baby going to shit out of? It's inside, and then it goes out the, for the maybe it just stays in there, or whatever, and it maybe goes it just out. Stays of the in there. Maybe it goes through the placenta. It's like a two-way street. Maybe, maybe whenever like babies are born, all that stuff that comes out is baby shit. For nine months worth of baby shit, all comes out at once out of the pussy. And it gets on the doctor's face. <laughs> maybe, maybe this movie covers that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pamela, when I saw the, your mom's gynecologist covered in, or, what is it called, obstetrician, covered in your uh, nine months' worth of your shit. Most beautiful thing. <laughs> okay, anyway, we'll, let's, uh, let's watch a little let's more. Let's continue on. Everybody thinks I'm weird enough as it is. Don't worry, I won't. But she's the best Christian. Pamela, no, he's the best Christian. Anything, but he's living in a dream world. What's this thing about kissing? I've kissed guys before, and I don't feel You bad. slut! Kissing's fun. <laughs> and she's still oh wearing her son. cross? How God. dare she? Yeah. Jessica's father... What a, oh, 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 this is important. As long as they're Christians. I wonder what Jessica's husband would say if he knew that. <laughs> oh. He probably wouldn't give a fuck. Whenever we come oh, to a point listen. in our lives when we're not sure what to do, 
We should always look ahead and view things from that perspective. What does that even For mean? Example, from what perspective? In your case about dating, let's look ahead to your wedding day. You'll be getting married to the man you love with all your heart. This is the man you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Now, let's go ahead a little further to your wedding night. When oh, you lie down hello. In wedding bed, all right, yeah. What kind of a man do you want your husband? A man with a big penis. I want penis. him hung. <laughs> do you want a man who saved all his love just for you? One who never even kissed another woman? So he could share that just with you. So he could, so or he a could, man that knows what the fuck he's no, doing. Suck. No, a man who would blow his load immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and then be like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Can I touch your breasts? Is that okay? <laughs> they are lovely. A, a man who shoots as soon as he gets in with it, like six inches of the vagina. Oh, <laughs> you, you are quite ravishing. Oh, you took my cherry. Can we, oh, can we pray together? And when he puts your penis inside you and you bleed all over that wedding bed, it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> you will be one with the Lord. <laughs> Let's take a little bit of that alizarin crimson. And <laughs> oh! Ew! Ew! Continue. <laughs> or do you want a man who's been with other women before? Yeah. Yes, whenever he's doing. And didn't wait for you. Gross. Which one would you prefer? I wouldn't give a damn. I'd prefer the one who waited. Dad, I like That's girls. That's because you're a moron. And so would your husband. No, we won't. This goes back to the Steve Harry three-month roll. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, Jerry. I'm doing okay. The game's tomorrow night, and I'm still not going with anybody. Did your father change his mind? Since when do you need no, a date to a, a game? <laughs> yeah, this isn't a dance. Like go, with go with your pal, your bugs, your bros. This is lazy writing. You just wrote the dance, and you can just... Why not? Yeah, just send it to dance. It's it's the the dance. The dance. Didn't know, the dance uh, is very important. Somebody didn't know Control F. <laughs> when they were writing the script <laughs> in Microsoft Word. You could just, you know, replace game with dance. That's it. Mm. Makes a lot more sense. But no, the game. I've went to countless games with da without dates. In fact, all of them. We'll continue. Just as friends. I'd like that too. I really would, but I can't. My dad doesn't like me having friends. You know, I think it's great and all you. They kiss other friends before. I really do. Mm. But you're not a little girl anymore. Yeah. Ooh. So Ooh. You have tits now. <laughs> <laughs> and pubic hairs. I have them too. You get periods. <laughs> You've had your first blood. <laughs> I saw tampons in your purse. I know you're not a girl anymore. <laughs> What if I marry him? Walking around the halls and thinking, Bitch, move! I'm gonna be late! Restrooms and in the library, writing some homework, thinking about Jesus and Look, here's a normal couple holding hands. A guy who's never kissed a girl. Your battery's running low! Oh no, battery's running low. Well, and this would be sucked. So <laughs> yeah, of so. course. Uh, hey, we made it 17 yeah, minutes. That's good. We made it 17 minutes. All right, that was a and, lot of fun. Uh, that was not a lot, lot, lot of fun, wasn't it, folks? Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, we're gonna yeah, close the book on the computer here. Yeah. And we got one more thing we want to do. One more yeah, thing. One more thing. One more thing. We're gonna one try. Uh, we're gonna try a new segment for the audience. I, I okay. posed it to the group uh, beforehand, and we got approval from the board mm -hmm. that we can do this. So uh, let's go for it. Let's do it. The board. What is it, John? The boys on the board. The boys on the board. The boys on the board. All right. So 
we decide that we're going to uh, answer some advice letters that were not written to us. Mm. <laughs> they were written to professional advice columnists who are nationally syndicated. However, I feel it's necessary for us on the Unpapering Podcast to really offer our services. And do we have a couple? Uh, I, I have two. Mm-hmm. You have two. Both written to nationally syndicated advice columnists. So mm-hmm. we're going to call this segment Nobody Asked You. Nobody that, asked you. Or button in. What do you like better? But, I like button in. I like okay. button in. Button, I'm that's button doing. in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to call it button in. Button in with the Unpaid Programming Podcast. No more shitty Jesus movies. <laughs> exactly. All right. I got, Thank God for your shitty batteries, John. Really? Want me, want me to go with a low-key one first? Or the, the, let's start low-key. Let's start, start low-key key and then, and then work build on the up. Do the, the, yeah, do the big one after. All right. For the sake of uh, kayfabe, I'll say Dear Unpaid. All right. Okay. Dear Unpaid Programming Podcast, I've been with my girlfriend a little over a year. Like last year, I plan to spend both Thanksgiving... I I have one question. Yeah. Did he ever kiss a girl before? That's not in the letter. Oh. Because... uh, That's the most important thing. He's a man who's never kissed a girl. Could you imagine being with a man who kissed a girl once? I would expect to at this point. How would the Lord feel about that? Sorry, I'm still on the movie. <laughs> you want to run the segment or not? I'm working. I'm getting. Let's, in. let's I'm keep transitioning. Right. <laughs> keep transitioning. You certainly are. I've been with my girlfriend for a little over a year. Like last year, I plan to spend both Thanksgiving and Christmas with my family, who live about 90 minutes from me. Yeah, dude. My girlfriend is upset that I didn't invite her to join me. Oh. In all, yeah. in all honesty. Huh? It's because my family would take this as an indication that I plan to marry her, and that would just produce incredible pressure from them. It's all they think about because I'm the only kid who isn't married yet. But mm. I'm only 29 and not ready to rush into anything. So I don't Boy, want to even... 29 isn't really rushing. <laughs> so I don't want to even put that idea into my girlfriend's head. I've explained this to my girlfriend, excluding the part about marriage, but she is really upset. I can understand why she is disappointed, why she is disappointed, since she wasn't included last year either, but she has her own mm. family she can go she can go to <laughs> six hours away. Yeah, you got your own six damn family. Away. Get get your ass on the bus and go. <laughs> I did say next year there is a good chance she'll be invited when we have a better understanding of where we are, but that didn't help her any. What more can I say or do? Signed, not ready. Wow. This this guy This guy is a cuck. He's what you call a committophobe. He's afraid to commit. <laughs> because you know what? She probably kissed another boy once. <laughs> and he's, and he... Focus, Chad, please. <laughs> she probably did. And he's not that kind of guy. He wants a girl, you know, who's pure uh, and, and right with the Lord. Well, then he should, if he does, he should probably stop stringing this poor girl, you know, along. Well, you know, the Lord wants us He's to... avoiding that from 100%. Like... Lord, the Lord doesn't want us to engage physically with people that we don't intend to marry. Focus, please. <laughs> Quit carrying your shit. I'm think, asking you. I think I'm going to go home and pray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Serious, okay, okay. serious answer. <laughs> Not a serious answer. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have a serious answer. But just quit carrying over your bit and, and participate in mine, I'm please. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You said these like questions were really good. That's kind of lame. Like, that's not. That's not. I got a better one. I got a much better one. That's just. That's a pretty. Well, he like, did say this was the low key one. This to was, build this, up. this was the low key oh. one, but this, still this right is for a goofing. Very standard advice column question. 
And there isn't really much to goof on. They've been together for a year and a half, and he didn't tell her the reason why he's not taking her. Now, I think I want to guess on like what, what the advice columnist <clears throat> might answer. Okay, I like that. That's a good angle. <clears throat> I think that she would probably... I'm assuming it's a woman. Most advice columnists are women. I've never seen a man. Advice, Which is advice why... Uh, you know, I, I told you guys earlier about this. I, I threw my hat in the ring when the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette was looking for a new advice columnist. And, uh, you sure did. You didn't I, get I it. think that's probably... It was, discrimination is why I didn't get the job. Maybe you're a shit writer. No, I, 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 you know, I can write things, kind of. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you just get maybe, bad maybe, advice. Maybe it was bad advice. I don't know. Could have been. The questions were fake and shitty that they ask you to answer. Anyway, let's go back to this thing. Uh, as a attempted advice columnist, I think that they he she she probably would have told him to. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> Lawrence, comment. Uh, I I think that he should tell his parents to back the fuck off. I'm, you know, it's not for them to assume. That, that's a good start. I mean, that, that would be my advice, would be to tell his parents to okay, back well, off. See, see that the problem isn't really with him and his parents, right? It's with him and the girl. But, and the girl but the is pressure upset that it's, uh, it's, it's says, from the parents. It's a, it's a two-sided problem. Yeah, so he yeah. has the parents saying, why don't you bring her to Thanksgiving? And he's like, and she's saying, why won't you bring me to Thanksgiving? On the other hand, he's just using that as an excuse, maybe... To not marry this girl. Well, how long did it say they were together again? A year and a half. A year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I feel like you should, he, she should probably meet his family after a year and a half. Yeah. 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 But he's like, oh, there is, they're going to say I need to get he, married. I don't, I don't know what he's telling her why. Yeah, that would be a good place to because start. Because he's certainly <laughs> not telling her why. Because he excluded the... Only reason why, yeah, what's he saying? His explanation, aren't ready for you yet, and then gives the rat. And this is what stuck out to me gives the rationale that she can go see her own family six hours away. Here's six hours away. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think this advice columnist, she's probably going to say something like, You don't have a you don't have a girl problem, you have a you problem. If you like this girl, then you should bring her to meet your family. More, it is a you problem. More I mean, along, more along the lines of, uh, I, I mean, I had to prep for this, so I read the uh, responses as oh, well. Oh, you did. Yeah. Well, what was the response? The response was, you act like you're being in all honesty, but you exclude the most important part of your explanation. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, I mean, why doesn't he just tell her that's why? Because he's a baby. Also, girls don't like that. And know. he's only twenty nine. Yeah, he's only twenty nine. Well, I have been twenty nine before. You know what I was Me in those too. days? I was fucking married. Okay. Yeah, that, that one burned That was boring. That, that one, one that was that a shitty question. Oh, this one gets too... next, next one gets better. That was just like middle of the road. That's every every that's every day in the newspaper advice columns. Come on. Yeah, that one get, Okay, okay we well, get well, we got another one like, here. Oh, I found all these great questions. That one stunk. Okay, this Boo. one this is the good one. Dear unpaid programming podcast, as if they're writing to us because nobody asked. Hey. Shoehorn the no, title. We're buttoning in. We're buttoning oh, in. That's right. Buttoning button in. We're buttoning in. Buttoning in. Dear advice columnist, I am a personal trainer in my early 20s. I have been hooking up with a woman, yeah. almost 40, Ooh. for the past few months, two or three times a week. She knows what Good she's doing. Good boy. Her husband found out about Uh-oh. us. Oh, no one's even say she was married. <laughs> Yesterday, he called the gym where I work and sticking his cock in the forbidden fruit. And also called my mother and oh, told shit. her I was sleeping with his wife. 
What? My mom is furious. <laughs> then he came after me at the gym. Whoa. I told him to calm down, but he took a swing at me and we fought. Aww. I knocked him out cold. He was out cold for about five minutes on the floor. Hey, well, you know what? The oh, manager oh. at the gym fired me for fighting. Of course. I think it was wrong of the manager to do that <laughs> as I was only defending myself. Now I'm wondering how to get my job back. Back. I talked, to, I talked to my lady friend, and she told me her husband is home in bed with a couple of broken ribs and a headache. He couldn't go to work today. How oh, well. can I get my job back? Signed, well-trained. Well, you're not going to get your job back because that, the, clearly his boss is worried about a potential lawsuit coming. <laughs> you're not going to get that job back. So he's like fucking an older woman who's, yeah. who ends up being married, and then the guy finds out, calls his mom. Mom's pissed off. And then he's worried about, how do we get my job back? Yeah. <laughs> All the wreckage that he's All caused. His damage that he's done. And I was, he wants to know how I he I want my job, job back. back. That's, that's awesome. I like this one's way better. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That's why I saved it for a second. I don't even care about the advice. I think that's cool. No. <laughs> so I want to give advice on how he gets his job back. This guy's a moron. Wouldn't you agree? Because you know what I think happened was like, so this this chick, was she, in her, she was like 40-something, right? Yeah, in, in, in her, her 40s. 40s. So that means her husband's probably in his 40s, too. Yeah. He probably can't get a rod anymore, and she wants a hard bone. <laughs> a hard bone? She, she so wants she a went hard to bone. the personal trainer. Yeah, so she sees this, she sees this like young, you know, stud, rock-hard personal trainer. He's probably super beefy and buff. Oh, yeah. You know, in his, in his super hard cock. You know, not like a little softy that she's got at home. <laughs> what, what's, what are you, what are you sure gonna, he has gonna ED. Do? She sees a nice juicy cock, you know, beefcake cock. She's going to go for that one. Meanwhile, like, you know, like she's, uh, you know, doing these, uh, you know, fitness things. And he's like, you know, positioning her, you know, yeah. feeling some bottom boob a little mm -hmm. bit as he grabs yeah, a little her bit. midsection. Yeah, a little bit, you know. You, you don't want to go crazy. A little bit of top ass as, you know, you move yeah, here. You, know, yeah, you work on the core. He's work on the core. He's subtle. He's subtle. Very subtle. subtle. A little, little, little bit of a brush there. We're not going around yeah, checking the oil here. Get around the ass, but not all the way back, but just kind of on the sides. And then your palms can kind of get a little bit on the cheek. And then the eyes lock. And then it's all over, Johnny. It's all over. That's right. And then meanwhile, this wiener husband who can't get a heart on, he's like, oh, why were you having sex with my wife? See, I'm married I'm going to call her. your mom. I'm going to beat you up, sir. You and I, we're going we're gonna to have at it. <laughs> Put up your dukes. Put up your dukes. <laughs> and then, he gets, then he gets his ass kicked. So this is a good story. It was a great story, yeah. But how does this guy get his job back? He doesn't. He doesn't. If he's, if he's he gonna, doesn't. If no, he's, he does not going to get his job if back. If people are getting beaten up on company <laughs> premises. Yeah, then, the, the, his boss is going to be worried about a fucking lawsuit yeah. from this guy I'm, with the busted ribs and the fucking concussion. Exactly. I'm I'm, betting, I'm, imagine being him I, like... And a, and a defiled wife. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you're, and you're having sex with customers. Oh, yeah. That's another <laughs> thing, yeah, too. too. I mean, there's that. That should always be happening. I mean, that should be like part of the job. Is that, <laughs> you know, if you're a personal trainer... And you know, and you have a willing customer. Why can't you? Why can't you have sex with her? Because I'm professional. And why you're, you're not? You're not a fucking like financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> you're a personal trainer at a gym. Your and job is to have like a you know time? hot body that, that women want to fuck, so they go into the gym to work with you. So that's why people don't want to become accountants. It's like it's like being a pool boy. <laughs> well, that is the job of yeah, a pool boy. Job is of a to pool service boy. The... Exactly. You go and you skim the pool for 20 yeah. seconds, and then you go inside. 
But we're not answering the question. How does he get his job back? He doesn't. Nobody cares. He's not going to get his job back. I, bet, I mean, I bet that's what the advice column says is you're not getting your job back because you were fucking a, a customer of your of your job. Oh, and please tell me they gave him like real advice to guy. get this job back. I want. I hope they do. No. Of course. <laughs> of course not. Of course. It's real life advice. That and says you're not getting your job back. You're not back. getting your fucking <laughs> yeah, job back because your actions have spilled over where there's violence happening in the place where you work and... Grow the fuck up and don't fuck customers anymore. <laughs> I want to know how the so how did the husband, how did he get a hold of this guy's mom? I have no idea. You know what? His bitch wife probably ratted him out. Uh, bitch. You know you. you My fuck, husband you, has something to say. <laughs> you fuck a chick at the gym and then she goes blabbing all over town she about who your mom him is. So what an even, asshole. I would have gone Facebook and find this one. Here's what I here's what I imagine. You know, this guy has this like super adequate like social media profile as a personal trainer, mm-hmm. and you know, his mom's so proud of him, so you know, friends and everything. And he oh, goes yeah. around. And he, he just goes around town getting you know, all kinds of strange. Yeah. And some of them are married. That's why you get all beefy and buff and become and I, a personal and I, trainer. And I imagine with as far as the uh, the woman he's been fucking. Uh, she and the husband get in some kind of argument and she wants to cut him real deep and she says, mm. yeah, well, guess what? I've been fucking the personal trainer. And the husband's like, well, you know, I'm going to go down there and have a war with him. <laughs> well, uh, excuse cut. me, sir. <laughs> you have no right to sleep with my wife. Excuse me, were you having sex with my wife? I don't appreciate did, that. Did she tell you that I have ED? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, I, imagine like what the interview would be like if the guy goes, oh, "What happened at your last job?" <laughs> no, not I even see that. You. Why were you fired? Not even that. Like the, the guy trying to get his job back goes back to the gym and he knocks on the boss's door and he's like, "Hey, um, Steve, do you have a minute?" <laughs> what was that conversation going to be like? I don't know. I, I assume the cops were called because <laughs> I, I did that once. I mean, I didn't. Whose who's wife I, did I you fuck? I didn't fuck anyone's wife. I wasn't working at a gym. I was never a personal trainer. Was that when you were an ice man? No. Aww. Who'd you beat up? No, I didn't beat anyone up either. Okay, so none of this. I was just saying I got fired from a job and then went and tried to ask for it back. <laughs> okay. All right. Why'd yeah. you get fired? I got fired because, uh, well, I found out the what I technically, what they told me I got fired for was, you know, like, there was nothing to do, so I was just kind of nodding off at work. I worked at a car dealer, mm. and they weren't selling any cars. It was a you Saturday, didn't get enough ups. and I was just kind of like nodding off. You know, there's, I I cleaned everything up. There was nothing else to do, and they said, "Why don't you go home?" So I went home, and then the Saturday after that, uh, we had a hockey game. Yeah, deck, we were playing deck hockey at the time, and I was like, "Hey, there's nothing going on." Uh, I got a deck hockey game. Let's go go to that. And they were like, yeah, fine. I don't know, you know. And then I went back on Monday, and they were like, yeah, you're fired. So you left work twice. Once for sleeping and once for hockey. Well, first they told me to go home. So the second time I was like, <laughs> well. The second time you asked. I asked because I was like, well, they're probably going to tell me to go home anyway. Because I didn't realize that the reason they told me to go home before was because I was nodding off. <laughs> like, they didn't tell me that. They were like, hey, you're falling asleep. You know what? You can go home. It was more like, hey, why don't you go home? Like they were nice uh, about it, like, oh, just mm. you know, go, why don't you go home? And you were how old? 18. 19. 18. Hmm. Yeah, they were probably bored probably with you. It takes you to, like, your early 20s to figure out, like, why don't you go home is actually an insult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't realize In the that. workplace. Yeah, so I went I went back, and I was like, oh, can I, can I have my job back? I'll do good this time. 
or whatever I said. I don't remember. Uh, but then, oh, the, please, oh, please, oh, please. I need <laughs> my job back. I need a job. I actually liked that job because it was awesome. What yeah, did you do? didn't what, have to do anything. What did you do? I was a lot talking. <laughs> I would just move cars around. Sometimes I would wash them. I had a signature move, all right? We had this, all stuff, right, called, we had this stuff called Super Seal. You would spray it on the tires to make them nice and shiny. Mm-hmm. I would put that on all the plastic trim. I would rub it on there, make all the trim on the car nice and shiny on the nice outside. Nice and shiny. It was beautiful. Nice that's and how, shiny. That's Just how like I that. would do every car that I cleaned. Just like so that. Like someone would, they would sell a car, and I would take it out, you know, put gas in it and bring it back, and then I would shine it all up, make it all nice and clean. Nice and clean. So Just like that. Our, our customers get a nice, beautiful car. Except... But We're not customers. Out, so here's, but here's what I. <laughs> but here's the thing. It was what I found out uh, was that they weren't selling enough cars, and the real reason I was fired was just because they could. You know, They're like oh, finally we can fire somebody. You're fired, and they went out of business like probably within a few months after that. It happens. They were done. Ford. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Ford. I never said it was a Ford dealer. I did. I know you knew. You Didn't know say story. where. You know the story. <laughs> You know the story. Oh, I know the story. Yep. You know what Ford stands for, don't you? Stands for fix it again, Tony. <laughs> God dang it, Dale. God dang it, Dale. Uh, well, uh, unless you have a, a little bit of a scene of, of that guy trying to get his job back. <laughs> I mean, he came. Yeah, I know I fucked a customer, but like he came in here and I had to defend myself. So, he called my mother. Yeah, he, called, he told my mom on me. It's not cool. But now she's mad at me. So can I have my job back? I have my job back, please. Are you aware that you had sex with a customer, which was clearly you know, against... I think, yeah, because that was awesome. The terms of your employment. Yeah, but see, I feel like having sex with a customer should probably be part of the job. That's how you get... <laughs> you know, that's how you get that's these how you older get women. business. That's how you get them coming back. What is this, Planet Fitness? <laughs> yeah, you, they get, get the fatties and fuck the fatties that go to Planet Fitness, and then they keep coming back. Mm. No, you keep them <laughs> thinking that they can have sex with you. That's the draw. No, that's what you do when you're in a popular band. <laughs> <laughs> like a, you know, let them think that they can. You like never a, actually if you're, do if because you're like sometimes a... husbands show up and they're really, really mad, and then you have to punch them out, and then <laughs> the company's got a lawsuit on its hand. Yeah, uh, yeah you got to be a little more like a like a Backstreet Boy or something. So then you'll have sex to thirteen-year-old girls. (laughs) Make their Johnny's both both girls and boys will be into you then. Some boys, yeah, the gay ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be a cute guy, (laughs) you know, the precious one, Mm. or the bad, the bad boy, the bad boy. (laughs) I'm the bad boy. My hair is spiky, (laughs) (laughs) and I have a tattoo. I have a a goatee. I have a goatee and an earring, so I'm a bad boy. All oh, right. Well, I yeah. think uh, besides my computer, this whole conversation is pittered out as well. So I think, uh, so. I think we'll so, call it a uh, night, everybody. Yep, so so ah. for John and for Jeff, I'm Lawrence saying so I'm Jeff long, saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 I want to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. bye 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 bye